Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week we're going to take a look at MLW Underground number 8. But first, of course, as always, the news. A couple of non-MLW things we're going to pop down the... uh, pipeline here uh first of which big news for the podcast mlw confusion as i said like 20 seconds ago uh uh, mlw confusion is joining the urban wrestling network uh they bring you a batch of fine podcasts on youtube uh live streaming reactions etc uh it's a really big opportunity for myself uh and you know just further proof that well, proof to me anyway, uh, that hard work's paying off and we're getting some notice out there. So uh, thank all of them at UWN for this opportunity and going to make you proud, man. Let's do this. So, so officially starting next week, we will, you know, change some of the branding stuff around. But big picture, nothing's really going to change on here. We just got some new support systems in place. So that is awesome. Cool beans. Already announced on Twitter, so I mean, if you guys follow me as you should at the Nova of Cass, you know you'd already know all this. But whatever, do better late than ever. Uh, also, uh, coming down the line, also announced on Twitter too, uh, that MLW Confusion is sponsoring the latest batch of TV tapings uh, for Enjoy Wrestling out of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, I've reviewed enjoy on this podcast i've referenced enjoy many a times on social media and how it is a great company um you know very very much a punk rock aesthetic and of course you know good wrestling uh and at a certain level like uh, socially speaking most importantly uh they are very much an ally to the lgbtq plus community and you know there's not enough support to that batch of the population um so it's really great to see at least one wrestling company totally owning it um and i'm happy to be able to support that in one way shape or form uh so the uh, rights of spring uh series starting april 13th on youtube uh you could find them well on youtube so that's extra reason for me to plug this is because it's going to be free to you guys anyway so you don't have to you know, join any subscription systems or anything like that, just pop on over to YouTube, search Enjoy Wrestling, uh, you'll find it. Uh, New episodes for the upcoming season start, uh, again, April 13th, and will last, uh, will be weekly uh, throughout the rest of the month, the next three weeks. So, another great opportunity uh, that I'm glad and ecstatic to attach the MLW Confusion name to. Anyway, but you don't listen to you don't listen to this podcast to listen to me like wax on about how awesome I am because let's face it, I, you know I'm not really that great. Uh, the forty year old dude lives in his mother's basement. We'll just ignore the fact that I have a jacuzzi filled with pizza pockets. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. Anyway, never mind that. We're going to talk MLW, because that's the real reason we listen to this here show. This is the whole reason I listen to this show, to be frank. I don't 
want to listen to that jerk that's rattling on incoherently for like 20 minutes. Uh, I'm here for the news, man. Uh, War Chamber coming up April 6th at the Melrose, Melrose Ballroom, New York City. Uh, we got some first round Opera Cup action coming our way. A big matchup announced. A couple of guys making their MLW debuts as Tony Deppin will be taking on Tracy the Sauce Williams. Uh, that should be like a technical masterpiece in the making, like right there. A possible highlight of the War Chamber event itself, outside of the War Chamber main event, of course. Uh, also announced for the first round is Davy Boy Smith Jr., former Opera Cup champion, and technically the owner of the cup, despite it just passing around randomly over the years. Uh, we'll be taking on Calvin Tankman, heavyweight hustle, former MLW World Tag Team Champion. Also announced, Microman will be taking on Beastman, who happens to be accompanied by Kim Chi. You know, that guy, it took like eight people to uh, eliminate last year at Battle Riot. Um, and then also, it has been announced, and they'll reference it on Underground here tonight, uh, Alexander Hammerstone, our boy, MLW World Heavyweight Champion, it will be hanging out with the Second Gear crew, Matthew Justice, Mance Warner, and... The one called Manders. The one called Manders, yeah. Uh, they will be taking on The Calling. Uh, Akira, Ricky Champagne, uh, assuming Raven will be involved. And quasi-unknown fourth person? Guy in a gas mask in the pictures? So, I don't know, maybe we'll get a reveal that it's a real boy. Or it'll just be like, uh, you know, nameless contragoons that would just infiltrate Battle Riot or war chamber like in the past uh, we'll find out uh, but there's your main event speaking of battle riot or battle riot like events battle riot it's being held on the 8th of april so two days after war chamber it will be at the 2300 arena in philadelphia pennsylvania uh first match announced this coming week was wxw united champion uh shikihiro iri will be defending the title against calvin tankman so tankman's gonna have a big week challenging for the opera cup and now the wxw united championship um speaking of tankman he's also entering the battle riot event himself as is the sauce tracy williams and mlw tag team champion juicy finale and with that announcement all three members of the samoan swat team are now in the battle riot event Alright, so we're going to move on from there. we got some Underground to watch. Big show happening tonight. Underground number 8. We start the party off with highlights of the Alexander Hammerstone, Jacob Fatu match number 2 for the MLW World Heavyweight Championship. And of course the fallout from that, that was you know, led to the calling attacking Alexander Hammerstone and placing a calling card on his uh, prone body. Uh, so we'll get more on that here tonight. But first, we are welcome to the show by Matt Stryker, Rich, and uh, Joe Jombrowski. Uh, we put over Davy Boy Smith Jr. taking on Alex Kane tonight with the potential of the opera slash Oprah Cup on the line. But that's our main event. We got a match here first. Mr. St. Laurent, friend of the show, Mr. St. Laurent, welcomes us, introduces the Micro Mega Fight and Microman himself after the introduction of Microman, real one comes out, gets on the mic as he is wont to do. Uh, he's gonna put the hurts on Microman like on an Eagles jersey because the Eagles suck. Uh, there is two feet of Microman, you can't teach that, etc., etc., etc. 
Never mind that. Let's just has match, will we? Real One versus Microman. These two have had it out for each other for about a year now when uh, Real One eliminated Microman from the Battle Riot match from last year. Uh, as soon as the bell rings, Real One just hits a dropkick on Microman, and I snickered because that's what I do when people sucker kick Microman. No matter how much I love Microman, there is something inherently hilarious about Microman just getting kicked suddenly for like no good reason right after that real one just gets uh, gets outside goes after mr saint laurent for no good reason gets a chair puts it in the ring has mr saint laurent come in with the microphone hold it there as enzo or excuse me real one does the lion king thing with microman holds him up to the sky sings the first couple of lines of that song and then microman wiggles free Get, uh, puts the real one down real one in a range charges microman trips real one into the chair feel like face first like he's dead like he's he's killed he's concussed at this point um however mance warner comes out because he hates real one as well gives microman a, ke a kendo stick um microman uses the kendo stick one time just one time and Enzo, real one, just no-sells it because he's dead. Like, it's not even, like, no-sell, I'm hulking up. Like, he's dead. He's not moving. So he can't even, you know, register the fact that he just got smacked with a kendo stick. Eventually, though, Microman rolls real one over, stands on his chest to get the one, two, three. The relatively quick victory for Microman. Uh... Now, totally not what I expected out of this match. I figured there was going to be a lot more just, like, shtick with with a real one just donking Microman at every turn. And then we get, like, the quick upset. I, I didn't really expect, like, almost like a glorified squash match out of it. But, like, whatever. Like, that was entertaining. Um, and not as entertaining as, as we're talking about this. Security or medical staff comes out with a stretcher. And real one is stretchered out of the arena. So, uh... Microman heading to the pay window. Enzo, a real one, going back to the hospital. Oh, that was fun. Oh, following this match, the champion, Alex, Alexander Stone, comes out. Uh, he notes he was left lying, but there's evil in his hands, and he sets down a challenge against the calling for War Chamber. Following this, we get a brief history of the Opera Cup, followed by David Boy Smith Jr. sparring before cutting a promo. Uh, something about the 39th level of communication, and he's going to retire Kane to that fantasy suplex island. So I have no clue what's going on there. Uh, kind of per usual for a David Boy Smith Jr. promo, though. All right, so I rattled on long enough. We need to take a break. Take a pause for the cause. Let's uh, get some energy drinks in us. Maybe some melatonin, workout supplements, if that's your thing, too. Uh, in the meanwhile, I'll catch you guys. Un momento. If you like me, sometimes you need a pick-me-up to get you through the day. I drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy. All right, we are back. Uh, 
we have a video for the calling. Uh, this time it's special. It's the specialty of Akira uh, talking about tools and basically how they're supposed to be used and how they can be used. Um, and he goes through like each of like the table of weaponry that we saw previously with Ricky Shane Page, uh, but now Akira's doing it. We cut back to the arena, and the calling folk with the gas masks are out with the table. Akira comes out, looks through his uh, uh, his choices there, chooses the sickle, the scythe, uh, the little cutty thing, uh, brings it into the ring. He's going to have a match against Mike Law. I have no clue who he is. Like, I, I, I'm assuming they just went back in time and nabbed a jobber from WWF Superstars. That is my guess. Um, I could have done some research, but I also could have not worked, like, 12 hours a day this week, too. Um, oops, said that part aloud. Oh, that shoot job. Uh, anyway, the match starts, and Akira has not let go, on, let go of that, uh, that sickle. Um... And Mike Law just charges Akira. Why would you charge a man that has a scythe? I don't know. But it didn't end well for Mike Law. He just got dunked in the head with it. Which should be technically a DQ. But at least he didn't cut the guy with it. So I guess we got... we got Maybe he hit him more with his fist. And the ref's just confused or biased. Guessing it's the latter. Uh, but why? Why would you charge a guy like that? We go to break and we come back. Mike Law is tied up in the ropes with Akira and now he's actively using the scythe as a weapon. Fish hooking Mike Law's mouth in a way that gave me chills. Not the good kind of chills, you sick freaks. Uh, following the rope break of it all, Akira hits his lifting reverse DDT, and the match is over in short order as well. So, two relatively quick matches. A good way, though, to uh, introduce Akira to the crowd. That fish hook spot. Ugh. Not bueno. Not bueno, man. Uh, oh, wait. It like could have been bad as if we got some blood out of the deal, too. Or, like, punctured the skin like they do with like, the hypodermic needles in death matches. Um... Yeah, man, not groovy. Um, but we're going to move on from this. Battle Riot, we have a video uh, for the rules of Battle Riot, talking about the 40-man entering the ring. Uh, elimination via pinfall, submission, over the top rope. Winner gets to take on the World Heavyweight Champion at a time of their choosing. Uh, they put over some names unannounced in the previous week with John Hennigan, Lance Anawaii, Lindsay Dorado, Alex Kane, Calvin Tankman, Ricky Shane Page, etc., we move on over to the Beaumaier Fight Club camp. And 2023 is going to be the year of Alex Kane. Beaumaier, Beaumaier, Beaumaier. Cesar Duran is still missing, by the way. Uh, and we have a little uh, video featuring in, uh, Azteca Underground. Uh, uh, and it was great. It, it was great. It was like, tried to be in the style of like those donate to the National Dog Society thing uh sad music really calm like really sad taya valkyrie uh she did that well johnny was kind of an idiot but that's kind of his shtick um and they kept like playing like little pictures off to the side featuring cesar of like on milk cartons and whatnot and my favorite one like they just popped it up randomly was like he may look like this now and it's just like cesar all wild with like a giant old man wig on and hilarious uh loved it 
Um, so he's still missioning. Uh, if you have any information on his whereabouts, you should probably call one nine hundred Lucha. However, I don't think it's enough numbers, and it's a nine hundred number, so you're gonna have to pay for that. Like actually pay monies for that. Also coming down the way, uh, looks like Leo Rush is returning to us next week. I think he's got a, a middleweight championship match coming up here. Not sure why he got it, because he got squished by Jacob Fatu and has just not been around for like a year. But, you know, I don't make the matches. Uh, but if I did, the segment wouldn't be on here either. Manders gets a pro, gets a video package introducing himself to the MLW crowd proper. Uh, grit is what it takes to be a cowboy, which evidently that means Edge and his wife Beth Phoenix are cowboys too. Uh, explain that to me, Manders. Is Edge a cowboy? Is he now? Come on, cowboy, tell me. Is Edge a cowboy? Because he kind of just looks like a Canadian that we think we know. Right. Exactly. Anyway, he doesn't care if it's one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one. He's going to fight y'all. Probably be me one of these days because I keep running my mouth. Luckily, he can't beat me up if I don't leave the basement. Speaking of Manders, next week he will be taking on the Callings Ricky Shade and Page in a hardcore match. Alright, now it is time for our main event of the evening. Alex Kane with the Beaumaier Fight Club will be taking on Davey Boy Smith Jr. with the Billington Bulldogs. Uh, We do get uh, breaking news. We go backstage to find the calling attacking EJ and Duca. I assume he's dead now because he's like doing stuff in AEW uh, and that's where everybody who dies goes they just go to AEW unless you're a uh, killer cross then you just keep going back to the WWE for some odd reason um but we come back to the ring the bell rings we get a feeling out process until Kane pushes Davy boy into the corner and gives him a shove that uh, didn't make Davy happy he hits a big delayed vertical suplex, uh, but Kane sends him onto the outside and hits a suicide dive which is kind of different for Kane you don't see him leaving his feet terribly often uh, Kane throws throws Davy into the guardrail a handful of times before hitting a big German on the floor, followed up by a, ri- a big splash on the ring apron itself. That is the hardest part of the ring, ladies and gentlemen, in case you did not know that. Uh, fully inside the ring now, we get a couple of exploder suplays by Kane. Uh, however, through this process and smashing his head against the turnbuckle, uh, Davy Boy psychs himself up, headbutts the turnbuckle pads himself. They both start no-selling German suplays back and forth until they're both just dead. Uh, we go on a break and we come back and now we're trading forearms. However, uh, Davy hits a big power slam. He only gets a two count though. And now he starts channeling his, uh, you know, Hall of Fame era wrestlers. We get a ravishing neck breaker, the Hulk Hogan atomic leg drop, and then the Alabama jam for for a two count. No, you know, so obviously he wasn't doing those right either. Uh, Kane comes back by hitting pay dirt, uh, but Davy Boy kips up and hits the running power slam. Mr. Thomas hops up on the ring apron to interferes, while Myron Reed, who is on commentary, hands Kane a bottle of something and just sprays it in Davy Boy's face. Mark of Kane, one, two, three, your winner, and still Opera Cup, Oprah Cup holder, leader of the Beaumaier Fight Club. Alex Kane. And my big question coming out of this match is if everybody's interfering and, you know, David Boy's got backup, why did the Billington Bulldogs not do anything? Like, they were not very good helpers. Just stand there all slack-jawed or something. Uh, 
something else. It's a fun match overall, though. Uh, one thing I will point out is that Bomaye is over with the crowd. They kept chanting Bomaye throughout the match itself. Uh, not going to lie, though, kind of surprised about the victory uh, by Kane. I'd almost call that an upset overall, uh, despite... You know, Kane being a very superb wrestler in his own right. But, you know, Davey Boy Smith Jr.'s got some credentials uh, within MLW, uh, tag team champion, Opera Cup winner, etc. Uh, up on the stage, Lam, Sam Laterna speaks with Kane and the Beaumayers. He initially denies the whole water bottle incident uh, before just calling it like Bomaye juice and starts the Bomaye chant to get the crowd going over. Um, we end our show with the second geared crew drinking beer. When hammer shows up, he declines a beer and a protein shake. Um, ultimately Mansers offers up the crew for battle riot, noting their specialties of just fighting and jumping off of tall things. And then Hammer turns around and makes the formal offer for the crew to join him is accepted. So we are going to have four on four, the calling versus the second gear crew and the MLW world heavyweight champion, Alex Hammerstone at war chamber. So there is our show for the evening. Uh, good stuff. Uh, you know, establishing some characters, no matter how snarky I may be about some of those characters, uh, rounding out both Battle Riot and uh, War Chamber events. Uh, I'm actually really happy that they finally announced the Battle Riot match itself because I was really kind of wondering where they're going to go with it because, uh, again, it's usually a big tag team affair and they really hadn't announced anything for it pretty much up until this past week. Um, but yeah, otherwise, you know, real one, uh, and Microman, like I love Microman, uh, but that was a quick, harmless match, nothing wrong with that. We're establishing Akira as a force within Major League Wrestling, and then of course we got got the uh, blood feud match for, uh, between Davey Boy Smith and the Beaumaier Fight Club, and that's going to continue to move on, is my assumption, because that was not a clean victory by any stretch of the imagination. I'm sorry, Alex, I totally watched some black goo, like, sprayed in Davy Boy's face. You know, it might have been Gatorade, and he's just being a baby about it. Well, maybe he's not being a baby. You know, Gatorade's filled with eye-stinging stuff. So, you know, whatever. Either way, eye-stinging stuff. Mark of Cain, you know. Bomaye, Bomaye, Bomaye. That's all I got for us, ladies and gentlemen. Bomaye. I will see you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and hosted at Anchor FM. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review would also be helpful. Word of mouth advertisement, of course, is very important for us small podcasts. For my social media links, they can be found in the description below, but the Twitter and Instagram are both at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual chip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, that is C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A. If you'd prefer more bang for your buck, go to patreon.com slash Casanova where for as little as $1, backers get access to the podcast early and without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive content. So head up the crew and join Maverick45, Alan Schroeder, and Keith Wynn, and check it out. 
You can also find t-shirts at whatamaneuver.net slash collections slash the confusion podcast. There's hyphens in between the confusion podcast, of course. And for other business inquiries, such as ads and sponsorships, please email me at rzkammer, K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.